Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Exordia Creative Podcast. This is episode 48, almost 50. I'm Jared Lund. I'm Quentin Solomon. Yeah, this is my intro now. Just, yeah. Just jacked it. Welcome. Welcome. How's it going? You got a haircut. We guys, gotta I'm, guys doing, I'm doing good, by the way. Guys, I like your haircut. Guys, we had a big giggle fest on the last episode. It's looking fresh. Yeah, we got into a... a a little tunnel of inside jokes. And <laughs> we completely lost on the last, yeah. last like 10, 15 minutes of the last podcast was basically us just hysterically laughing. Yeah. But so, yes, I did get a haircut. Um, here's the thing, man. And my wife thinks I'm being, a little, I'm being a little dramatic about it. Yeah. But I want this haircut to signify a new Quentin. That's one way to do it. Kind of like a Britney moment. But you keep a little bit of the old Quentin. A little bit of the old Quentin. I like it. Um, anyway, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of exaggerated yeah. saying like the new Quentin and stuff, but I really want to turn a new leaf. So, so I thought I'd chop it off. Um, so when did you cut your hair? Yesterday. I like it by the way. I and all of my friend, all of my friends were like, you're not going to do it. Like bullshit. Like yeah. you're going to bick it. I'm like, yeah. I'm freaking serious. Now dude. here's the thing you have said <laughs> it before. I was like, I couldn't, there's no way I could see you going completely bald. I wouldn't bick it. My hair's too nice. If yeah. I was going bald, I would bick it. Yeah. But I have really, really nice hair. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm going to have a shaved head for the next little while. I do want to get it professionally buzzed when that's a possibility. Right. Like I would love for Pedro to like line it up real nice and yeah. do all the good shit. You could learn maybe. Maybe I could learn. But anyway, mm-hmm. I had my mother-in-law cut my hair. <clears throat> Shout out. She, <laughs> she's not going to listen to this. So I appreciate it so much. But she, <laughs> she botched my ears. Like if you're if you're watching the podcast, you can kind of see. Like I didn't notice when she's you like she's in. like oh you got to do it like this like this <laughs> do it I'm like that's not how you do <laughs> like, it you're, you're like a middle aged woman what do you know about buzz cuts <laughs> so anyway I'm rocking a buzz cut so when did you get a cut yesterday okay fresh cut so let's say today's day one maybe day two yeah what's what's the new leaf about what inspired this? I don't know. What, what are your goals? I don't know. What's the What's the deal? Number one, the, spring. If you guys notice, I don't. I don't actually like wearing a hat. The problem with the hairstyle that I had before was that I always had to do it, and the margin for when I can do my hair versus when it grows back too quickly in order for it to look good when it's styled is so razor thin. Yeah, my hair grows back within a week or two. Yeah. So, and I don't want to have to go to the barbershop every week to go get it done. Like, that's just not my thing. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, so this is super low maintenance and this is kind of like, this is how I'm going to keep it for now. So you don't like wearing hats. I don't like wearing hats. No, like I don't, I like wearing them when I'm running or when I'm working out. I like wearing hats then. Yeah. But overall, no, like I don't like wearing hats. You just wear it cause you don't feel as fresh if you're like a couple yeah. weeks from your haircut. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my thing. That's fair. So I either want to keep doing the buzz or I really like growing out my hair. You are going to have to buzz it a lot though. I am going to have to, but that's so much quicker. True. And if you learn how to do it. And if I learn how to do it. Yeah. So I'll take notes from Pedro when I'm back in there. Um, but no, I just want to, I don't know. I don't know. Just want to change things up. Yeah. I feel that. Get really serious. Get, yeah. I don't know. I like uh, not having to cut my hair as much too. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. I mean, not that you have the option now. No. And I might grow it out again. I grew it out a few years ago, but we'll see. We'll see. This is where I'm at for now. So buzz cut 10. Yeah. It is annoying keeping up with like every two weeks or something. Yeah. And like I get some people like that, but yeah. to go sit in a chair for 40 minutes every two weeks. I don't care that much. Yeah. I like it. I don't like making the time of my schedule for it. No. I used to do it every two weeks. And then when I started growing my hair long, my stylist is like, yeah, you can come every six. I'm like, 
done. That's yeah. amazing. That's nice. Or longer, depending That's on nice. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. New leaf. I like yeah. it. I think it looks good. Everybody's doing the short sides, a little bit more on the top. New leaf e-cigarettes. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> so back in the day. No, it was I, e-leaf. No, it was new leaf. Oh. Almost like new life. Back in the day when I was quitting and I, I started vaping, that's, that was my first e-cig was a new leaf. It's like 2017. Man, vaping technology is expanding so fast right now. Yeah. I, and like the jury's still not out. I don't know long term if it's going to be better than smoking or if there's some secret chemical in it that we don't know the long term ramifications of it. Yeah. There's a lot of people looking at Crazy things like issue. that and what the long term effects of things are. I, I, <laughs> yeah, man, that's, you know, one of Cheers. many. Exactly. You know, speaking of more timely stuff that. You inject through non-vape means. Yeah. <clears throat> I, could you imagine being alive in like the heyday of the tobacco industry and all the lies and complete propaganda that was being marketed by those it's companies wild. in like the 60s? Like the doctor, the cigarette the a day. The doctor recommended yeah. cigarette. Yeah. Wow. I wonder, I wonder where like the best executives for those companies moved And like, yo, shit to. like that, that's not changing. Like they're still lying about shit. Like this For is sure. not like you know what I mean. People, oh, people used to lie back but in the like, day <laughs> when they were doing it successfully, though. Yeah. Like the tobacco industry specifically. Now they pretty much have to like bend the knee to Health Canada or whatever government organization. Sure, but there's a new cigarette out there. What do you mean? Like, look at for example, um, opioids. Sure. Huge problem. Yep, hundred percent. And doctors just get paid out the ass to 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 prescribe that stuff. Yeah. And people are like, anyway. Yeah. But so. even that stuff, it's not, it's marketed a little bit on TV. Especially in the U.S. Not so much in Canada. Right. Our prescription drug advertising and stuff is a lot less than in the U.S. Yeah. The U.S., if you watch U.S. television, it's like all the time. Yeah, those Possible ads. side effects. I know, and you're seeing some person like skating with their children. It's like possible side effects include death. <laughs> <laughs> See yeah. if it's right for you. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder where like, the, the top guys in that industry, like the top tobacco lobbyists, where they moved on to. Who knows? They're probably like lobbying for politicians, working for huge companies, probably getting scooped up by McDonald's, places like that. Yeah. It's a disaster. You know, like at least now we have the warnings. I think Health Canada actually does a really good job um, in like out of sight, making tobacco out of sight, out of mind. But it's so backwards still though, dude. What do you mean? Because like people are still going to smoke. They're still going to vape. They're still going to do whatever, whether they see it or they don't see it because they see it anyway. Just because you walk into a store and you don't see a pack of Canadian classic blues true. doesn't mean that they're not, like, for example, I think one of the reasons why I probably started was because I saw my parents smoking when they were, when, they, when I was younger. I'm sure that had an effect. On yeah, it. for sure. And then you go into high school and there's like the smoking pit and stuff. And like your, some of your friends maybe start smoking. You're yeah. like, oh, you know. But I bet you, dude, that even the time that we were in high school versus today, there's probably so many less people smoking cigarettes. Yeah, but the vaping is a, is a problem. True, yeah. Middle schoolers, dude. I remember when, Middle schoolers. when the jewel vapes were a big thing. That was like a pandemic. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't hear about it as much now. I don't, I don't know if maybe there's just no room in the news cycle for anything non-COVID related. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or if that's still a big thing. But I remember, yeah, th there was like this thing of uh, kids were having like vape parties in the bathrooms and like 10-year-old kids were getting their hands on them. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. What I want to know is when are we going to say, okay, here's the cutoff. If you're born in 2020 or later, we're never going to sell you cigarettes. At any That's point the problem. They will life. never, they will never not do that because of the amount of money that they make. Well, some countries are, and then they it. also save money because because you're smoking, the odds of you dying younger and stuff. But then they also spend more on healthcare, so it's like this weird thing. But they're never going to stop. Yeah. Alcohol is a different thing, but it's also the same thing. Alcohol, like, actually, mm, not all. So if you're, is if you're a Canadian. Equal, Here's a hypothetical for you. What do you think about this? If you're a Canadian, let's say you started smoking in your teens and you smoked until your 60s or 70s when you just couldn't anymore. Mm -hmm. The health conditions were getting too serious. Do you think, and because the government puts all these big heavy tariffs on the tobacco companies to basically take a share of their profit, do you think that the profit that like, let's say a 70-year-old man generated in his life of smoking is outweighed by his burden to the healthcare system? Do you think it's net positive or net negative, his impact? on the government's uh, account, purely financially. Because he might, he might you know, make a couple hundred thousand in his life and then spend a couple hundred thousand on the way out. I don't I know. Think, I think that, I think that um, the government probably loses money. Maybe. Where's he getting his cigarettes? <laughs> right? Would, like, I don't know. Would they, would, <clears throat> would they be selling something that we know is bad for you if it wasn't for profit? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. Oh, we're going down another loophole here. Little, There's so many little, variables. Little rabbit hole. In there. Yeah. There's a lot of variables. But either way, I just think about that. I remember in elementary school, you'd see the, um, the anti-smoking uh, rhetoric, and there was this one like chart. They'd take you to like an assembly somewhere. You'd go to some exhibit or something where you'd talk to cops and learn about. <laughs> At anything bad, pretty much. It's like the bad exhibit. <laughs> you know, where they, you go know. And they show you drugs. This they show is what you cocaine <laughs> looks like. <laughs> yeah, Just so you know. On like a board. Yeah, and you're like, like I'm board. 11. And they're like, this is it. <laughs> VIP was what it was Shit called. you've never seen before. Values, influences, and peers. Yeah. Oh, man. That's like the D.A.R.E. program. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they still do that. The VIP stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember learning much. Yeah. A little bit of like sex education, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, there's this thing where it's like, if you smoke um, three packs a day for 40 years, you could have bought a helicopter and all these like <laughs> outlandish rewards that are supposed to make you think, oh, I'd rather have the chopper. <laughs> smoke all life. I bet you chop chopper sales are down probably. Yeah. No kidding. They're dangerous. <laughs> I wonder how like helicopters and drones are going to converge. I don't know. In the future. I'm putting in work on our drone though. I'm getting really good at it. And it's so capable and it's so tiny. Yeah. And they're only getting smaller. They're only getting better. You see those like $20 Alibaba drones. You know, they're not great. No. They don't fly perfectly. But the fact that you can get a drone device. I was really that impressed cost, at the fact that we could get a drone under $1,000 that has the capability that it has. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It's really cool. And people love drone videos, man. I could make a, I could make like a, uh, like a whatever video, like what, but if it has drone get clips drone in shot. it, people would be like, oh my gosh, look at that. Yeah, seriously. You know, people get so hyped. It's funny. When, when do you think drones first made it into the mainstream? <clears throat> like eight years ago, something like that? No, not mainstream. Or I, I don't know how you classify mainstream, but like. 2015? If you're a hobbyist, you can have fun. Six, six years ago? Yeah. Maybe. Um, that's when like the DJI's first took off. Yeah. Now they release a new drone like every week. Yeah. It's crazy. The new FPV drones look really cool 
first person view drones. Right. They're really fast. Yeah. And they can maneuver very quickly. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to be at a point where everybody has a drone in their content arsenal. Most people do. And even if they don't, they get somebody that has their drone license or has. Most a, people don't have a drone. You don't think so? I'm very confident most people do not own I'm terms. I'm. Oh, you're saying like personal, like like average Joe. Yeah. Oh, 100%. okay. Okay. I thought you meant like content creators. Like there. I'm saying now everybody has a 1080 camera in their pocket. By everybody, yeah. I mean most of the, you know, privileged population. Yeah. But like that's crazy. Yeah. Whereas I, I, th- I see drones as more of like kind of like a GoPro mm-hmm. kind of thing where if you're a professional, you're going to use it. If you're a hobbyist, you might buy one for fun. Mm-hmm. But it's not like you have one in your pocket at all times. I think that the evolution of that would be like crowd source. You put, you would take your phone and you would put it onto your drone. Yeah. And that's what it would be. Maybe Maybe you just have like a quadcopter that can like, or maybe it's like a drone sharing service. But then there's the issue of, of Canada's laws are whack. Yeah. Right. So I have a drone that's under 250 um, grams, which is why I can fly it without restriction, without a, without a license, without that kind of stuff. Right. So when you throw that into the mix, that just inhibits people from even going to get drones. Yeah. So maybe not in Canada, but I don't know. Yeah, and that was recently passed, wasn't it? A couple years Those ago. Those new rules. A couple years ago. It was kind of like the Wild West when they first came out. Yeah. And you could fly them anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Do you ever see in the future like a like a drone sharing service where if you need if you need a drone to like deliver a parcel across town or something? That'd be cool. You can just rent one That'd be cool. as opposed to owning one. That'd be a cool business. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think I was going a little too extreme. I don't think everybody's going to have one, especially no. not in their pocket. No. But like... Like commercial know. industrial use I'm, drones? Not, That'd not be cool. Not long ago, nobody had a camera in their pocket. I mean, imagine imagine if it was like strong enough to go pick up a piece of plywood at Home Depot and then bring it to your house. Yeah. That'd be crazy. We're going to get you a pack of cigarettes. Well, go go talk to the team down at Amazon. I'm sure they'll have some They're, cool they're figuring it you. out. They're figuring it out. Yeah. They got an earnings report coming out this week. Yeah. Big week. All the tech companies are giving their earnings reports. So let's talk about the Apple. Uh, let's talk about the Apple event. Yeah, for sure. AirTags. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like them. I I heard about this rumor like years ago. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like why didn't they do it sooner? That makes a lot of sense. For sure. I don't know. I don't know the specific differences between the Tile, which is like the non-Apple competitor, and AirTags. Are they called? So yeah, I looked into it a little bit. Yeah. So if you have an iPhone 11 or newer, the AirTags have a little more functionality. Um, okay. and basically, you know how you have the find my yep. app on your phone. Yeah. It, it works within that app. And so what's cool if you have the iPhone 11 or later is that if you click, if you try to find it or whatever, it will give you directions on your phone as long as you're within a certain amount of distance. So it'll be like three feet yes. to the left, four feet this yeah. way, whatever. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I guess it's a little bit louder. I think it's around the same amount of functionality, but you get that iPhone ecosystem thing because you can walk around and find yeah. it. That's cool. Um, so that's cool. Where would you Where would you put them? I mean, the obvious my one keys. is like your keys for sure. Probably just my keys. Yeah. My wallet's not big enough to put like a thing in it. I have like five tile things in my in the gear closet there. Really? They're the tag ones that you stick to shit. So your your dog uh, is tracked. Do you can you only see in emergency situations? Vets can only see it. Okay. Would you ever consider putting one on Stella? No. No need to, or no, she won't. I don't think she'll dip. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe no. convenient though. That'd be interesting. One though. one thing I heard People that's really it on cool their dogs. is um, they have like tracking prevention, 
or like unscrupulous uses where if you're trying to like uh, let's say you slip one in somebody's pocket to try to tag them or something if that person has an iPhone and here's the caveat only if they have an iPhone I think it'll say somebody else's air tag has been near you for a long time there's a potential you may be being followed right now mm. which is kind of cool but I also think of like I wonder, I wondered um, how it knows that because if you're in the car with somebody, for example, yeah, you know, if we're riding mm. in the car together, my phone could think that your tag is following me, even though we're, we're together. That's weird. Maybe, maybe if your phone is, maybe if both of our phones are there, then it, then it doesn't assume tracking. Maybe you have to turn that on. But if I go off on my own with your tag in my pocket or something, it would let me know. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, what else came out? The new IMAX? Yep. With the M chips. This people is, are people are pretty divided on the on the looks of them. On the on the look of it? Yeah, what do you think? I think it's cool. I think it's I think it's kinda cool. I like that they brought back like the old not the old style, but like the different colorways. Yeah. Cause those were really cool. Um Yeah. I think the colors are super on brand for, for Apple. I like it. Yeah. Like I I the color palette's not for me. Like they're a little bit like more feminine or more younger. But they're cool. I know a lot of people are going to like them. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think like you said, it would make a good family computer mm-hmm. or something like that. They'll eventually put it like a space gray one, hopefully. Yeah. Like it, I love the space gray colorway. It's cool. I do. Celine, which one do you have? Is it silver? silver? Over there. Do you have the or silver? Laptop. Do you yeah, have the silver one? Silver. Yeah. yeah. But I like both of those. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like a, a bright... A bright purple, any device really isn't for me. No. But uh, you know, for young people, like it's funny because, um, with the day of the event, we were here in the office, and I was looking it up on like uh, YouTube, and all the people were commenting like these are way too ugly, they're way too playful, they look like toys, and I saw it on Instagram like maybe five days after, and everybody was in love with it. They're like, wow, Apple knows how to take our money. Like, I want every color. And it's this interesting thing where, like, on Instagram, you're just getting the general population who sees it on the Explore page. And for an average person, like for a high school or college student, amazing. Or somebody who wants a family computer, amazing. But if you're on a, if you're watching a tech review on YouTube, you're already a specific type of person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're an, you're an outlier. So you're not going to like the, the mainstream. Like the computer's too small and not powerful enough for professional use. Mm-hmm. We're not the customer. Somebody no. who's watching YouTube videos about computer specs it's, probably it's not, not the for customer. you. No. Yeah. No. They're they're gonna make one for you later, and it's gonna be more expensive and more powerful. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're cool. I've heard good things about the Mac Mini, man, with the M ones. The Mac Mini. Right. I've heard good things. Yeah. This so. this to me the most interesting thing is like um, the impact this has on the the industry and what it's doing to Intel. Because think you know, about it. Yeah. Apple yeah. used to be in a tight knit relationship with Intel yep. uh, for years. And that's just starting to unfold. Like what was the first, um, actually maybe like six years ago, they, they released these old MacBooks with the M chips and they were new and people didn't know what to think of them. And they were a lot less powerful and they were more similar to like a chip you'd find in an iPad or a computer. And fast forward to now they release the MacBook Pro, which is supposed to be a professional machine with the chip. Mm-hmm. And then they put it in the iPad Pro as well, mm-hmm. another professional machine, and they put it in the iMac. So I wonder maybe next round, next release event, are they going to do, like you said, uh, Pro devices with M chips? 
I hope so. Because that seems to be the trend, right? Yeah. Well, Do you remember those Celine Macs? has a MacBook 13-inch MacBook Pro with the M chip. Yeah. That's a device designed for professionals. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully they do. I could see it working its way up. Because we look at where it started. It started in those like really thin, colorful, mm-hmm. not very functional. That's true. I forgot about enough. that. The MacBooks, like MacBooks. just the regular MacBooks. Yeah. That's true. And they beefed it up for the, the new ones though, right? Like it's a beefed up chip. It's not the same it's chip. It's not the same chip. Same architecture though. Yeah. But the whole point is back then it was like the not so good laptop. So it was whatever. Yeah. But now it's like Apple's like, hey, we're switching our entire supply chain. Yeah. To be completely independent. And apparently Intel's PR team is just releasing slander about the new ARM chips and how bad they are. It's crazy. Whereas if you look at the specs and the battery economy, it's way better. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen to that business long term. Intel? Yeah. Because now they're using all ARM architecture. Yeah. I mean, I know they've got other ventures. and They, they have other ventures, but I'm sure know, Apple was a big piece. They've got of a their... booming uh, processor business, but Apple's not slowing down. Yeah, I'm sure Apple was... Uh was a God, big customer. We complain when we lose a client. Could you imagine losing Apple? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that would just crush your whole business. Yeah, that sucks. Entire businesses are built and destroyed around Apple every day. Yeah. That's wild. But yeah, Apple's reporting earnings this week. That should be an interesting one. Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet. I wonder what Facebook's up to right now. I don't know. You ready my, for my parents? My parents have a Facebook? yeah. I saw that. My parents have an Oculus though. Oh really? It's pretty Jay's watching them play with it. Who got them that? <laughs> my dad bought it. No way. <laughs> He's like, I want to get a VR headset. Now, okay, let me rephrase my question from earlier when I said, do you think everybody's gonna have a drone in their pocket? How long until everybody has at least some form of augmented reality? We kind of we, already, we do already do with our do. phones. We already do. We kind of already do with okay. our phones. Okay. Uh, dedicated hardware. Uh, eye eyeglasses or something like that. I don't know how many people have this stuff. Yeah. Like I how long until the glasses? Like are I'm shocked as, that my dad has that is has goggles, shocking. bro. But I don't know. It's cool that he thinks it's cool. Yeah, he thinks it's. How cool. He's got this? like two games. When do you think <laughs> you glasses? can make a Facebook status on it? Really? Yeah. That's so unnecessary. You can you can tweet from anything. <laughs> I used to tweet. I used to tweet from my LG Kibo 2. You'd text it. I'd text it. Oh yeah, I remember. And I that. remember it was kind of funny, kind of weird also. I remember I was like, okay, I'm going to start tweeting once a day. <laughs> I would send out one thoughtful tweet. That's such a Quentin thing. <laughs> Practice your consistency. <laughs> oh, it's a daily struggle. Okay, continue. Oh man. Oh yeah, okay, this question. How long do you give it your best estimate? before wearing VR glasses is as ubiquitous as wearing an Apple watch. So not everybody has them, but a heck of a lot of people have them. 10 years. Like a significant minority of the population has it. 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. They're just too clunky right now, man. You're not walking down the street with my dad's Oculus. I know. But you can, you do it through, like, have you ever used uh, Google Maps AR when you're walking around trying to find a location? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's good. You know, like good. how you can see the store descriptions when you look at the stores and stuff. Do you think if Google or Apple was to release some glasses right now that they would go over well? It would depend how they look. I think it would entirely depend how they look. Yeah. I don't know. If you can get people to like how they feel and like how they look, then I think the product doesn't even have to be that good. You know what the, one of the, uh, oh, have you ever seen those Bose <laughs> glasses that have speakers in them? Oh, I don't like those. 
<laughs> so ugly. Or what about that little like Bose snake? Pretty much it just <laughs> hangs around your neck. What? Have you seen that? No. Do you know like those toy wooden snakes? Yes. That rattle. It's it's basically <laughs> like you have one of those around your neck, just draped over, like how DJs would wear their headphones. And people pay hundreds of dollars and for it, that. And it blasts out music. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Is the AirPod? Are the AirPods probably one of Apple's most successful products? Anecdotally, I'd say so. Probably, yeah. Well, because of the iPhone and yeah. yeah. I mean, we know what number one is. Best accessory for sure. Yeah. We know what the number one product is, but honestly, the way things are going, shout out to the iPad. That that might take number two yeah. if, if things keep uh, going in this way because we see the same chip I see a lot of them in the flesh, man. Yeah, I see a lot more iPads in the flesh. A lot of, people a lot have of the pros. You know, you see um, kids want them. Yep. Students want them. Even you and I who don't really need them think they're cool. Parents like them. People who don't want to have a full computer like them. Yeah. Like, you know, my mom likes hers because she doesn't have to turn on like a clunkier computer, go to the computer room. Yeah. She can just roll around with it. Does right. she have the keyboard set up? No. No. She's just iPad, yeah. straight iPad. But I guess if she wanted to get more out of the device, she could do that. And then I tried to get my parents to get an iPad instead of buying their iMac. Oh yeah. But they like going and like sitting in the office and yeah, that's true. Depends what your use case is, I guess. Yeah. And your phone can do a lot. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like, just the fact that now the desktop Mac and the MacBook Pro and the iPad are all using the same chipset. That just shows Wild. like, you know, the direction the company's trying to push you in. Yeah. Convergence of software, convergence of hardware. Yeah. And what I think would be really cool would be like getting logic on an iPad or mm -hmm. getting Final Cut Pro oh. on an iPad. Honestly, like I still wouldn't completely switch. I would maybe do like... We're getting so close. I would see. I still want a laptop, though. Yeah, me too. But like every generation, it's a more like plausible laptop replacement. And there, there are people that do work exclusively on uh, Luma Fusion or Luma, yeah. Luma something yeah. or whatever on the iPad, and they do all their video editing, and it seems to yeah. keep up. Just Those companies fine. make graphic design, video editing, <clears throat> animation, <clears throat> but anything. If you want the Adobe Suite, I'm sure they're working on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they do have a lot of mobile apps. Lightroom is great on the iPad. Yeah. Or like now um, there's support for a full keyboard and a full mouse. I wonder if I could justify it to myself to just edit photos on iPad and the rest of the heavy computing on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think realistically it's you could. It's yeah. just what's going to be the easiest. Well, I, I've, I'm, I'm a little, but I feel like it would be cool to edit with the pen and like yeah. do the stuff with the pen. That's true. Give your hands a break from like, yeah, just do the pen. I think that'd be kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what the budget looks like for the year. I'm sure the software is really good at doing stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's definitely more realistic for the average person now. To just not have. Oh, than ever before. Or not have a computer. Yeah. Like if you do emails and Netflix, forget about it. Yeah. You can get by on a phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool because I wonder, you know, what the next step is when the iPad keeps getting like the MacBook, the MacBook keeps getting like the iPad. They're just going to come up with one mega product. What's the final That's like frontier? detachable. No, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I like the idea of maybe. Maybe the glasses is the thing, man. Maybe. You do everything from these glasses and yeah. they're just like powered by the iPad or powered by the computer through some sort of signal. You know what I, always, I, don't know. I always thought was cool that I found on um, like a Kickstarter website back in the day. 
it was this computer that uses your phone's processor and your phone's internals to run. Mm-hmm. So it's basically just like a shell of a laptop with no chip. Um, it just has like a power feed. And um, I don't even know if it had an ethernet, but it basically just uses your phone's internals. You plug your phone in like an external computer yep. and then the laptop turns on. Cool. And I always thought like, wouldn't it be cool if you just had one computing device? Maybe it's your phone, maybe it's whatever. And if you connect it to your screen at work, that's your computer. Or if you connect it to a smaller screen, then that's your computer or something like that. Just one computer that's yours for everything that you could. Is there not a phone out that does that? There's definitely a phone that you can plug into a desktop that, um, that then turns into a computer. Hmm. I don't know. It's a windows or something though. But anyway, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, but cool. no, I agree. That'd be really cool. You know, like, I don't know. It depends on what your use case is, but maybe you make one purchase and you figure out how much processing power you need and what kind of storage you need. And then you mm-hmm. just use that for everything. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be really cool. Probably make for like a really big phone in your pocket. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Be as portable as you want it to be. Or if you don't need it, doesn't matter. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder what comes next. I, don't know. I guess it's probably something like an iPad with a keyboard. Could I hook up an iPad to my monitor? Yeah. That's the thing. Like for me, the biggest reason I wouldn't want a tablet is because I love uh, interfacing with a mouse. Like I'm just old school like that. Touch is great. I have to have a mouse. Yeah. At least I think I do. I've convinced myself I need to. Yeah. But now you can do that with an iPad. You can attach a mouse to an iPad. Yeah. So you can attach a mouse and a keyboard and you can plug it into an external monitor or you could even sidecar it with your laptop. So it becomes a secondary display for your laptop. So you can use it as a primary or a secondary display. It's All mostly right. just software limit. Like the hardware is beautiful. It's just software limitations. It's getting better though. Like now there's full desktop support uh, for internet. How do they hold their value? Pretty good. Which is cool. I have no idea. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, everybody likes Apple stuff. I think Apple as a whole probably is <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They do. They do. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting pretty deep into tech specs. We are. But that's the kind of stuff we like. Yeah, man. So yeah, let's see if this this earnings call uh, reflects some of the sentiment of the new stuff. Even though I was telling you last week, it feels like it almost never does with Apple. Yeah. Yeah. However, Tesla's got an earnings call in about one hour, and that's going to be a big one. Find out next week to see how they did, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. We will see you next week. Bye. Cheers.